You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, Still Breathing the Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You picked that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Check that book out today. Also, if you love the show, please support the show at subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. That's subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. For as little as $5 a month, you too can become a subscriber. Or if you uh, feel like you want to contribute a little bit more going into this campaign season, we've got a primary and then a general election, and you know we're putting it to good fucking use, subscribestar.com forward slash the dilly show is the place to go if you love the show and want to support it and if you want to download it in the form of a podcast you can do so at bit.ly forward slash dilly show that's bit.ly forward slash dilly show and you can all thank magical producer trevor for crushing it every single day monday through friday on the production of that podcast so check that out today all right good morning happy friday june 30th 20 23. Woo! Woo! I'm in a good mood. I hope you're all in a good mood. My God, winning without even having Donnie J in office feels amazing. Some Supreme Court rulings that are going to change this country fundamentally for generations to come. Huge, huge things happening in the last 24 hours at the Scrotus. And we all really, uh, look, we're happy. I don't know how you couldn't be over the moon about what they have fundamentally changed thanks to Donald J. Trump electing, uh, nominating the right three people to the Supreme Court, and they're they're crushing it. They're doing really, really fucking well. And what they did yesterday and today uh, is going to really make a big difference in your children's lives, your grandchildren's lives, and your life. And you should be very excited about that. Not only that, we've gonna have we got some fun stuff. See, I went into to last e night, like the evening. And I'm like, great, Friday show, it's going to be a blast. Rob DeSantis is fucking disgusting. I get to talk about how gross he is. California is torching him right now for fucking eating and, and chewing with his mouth open during an interview. I mean, this is really funny. I didn't think I was going to end up with meat and potatoes on a Friday. I thought it was just going to be, I thought it was going to be a heavily sugared Friday show, right? Just a lot of fun, a lot of jokes. Now I get to do both. We get to have meat and potatoes which is our Supreme Court uh, rulings, which we're going to talk about. But we also get a ton of sugar because fat-ass Rob DeSantis cannot – I don't know who keeps letting him eat fucking food in front of cameras, but it is stunning to me. It is stunning they keep letting him do this. And uh, we are having a blast with it. He's fading in all polls across America. His, uh, his, his likability at an all-time low – the plans they had in place to try and stop Trump falling apart. Even the talk of a brokered convention in California falling apart. Trump well over 50%. If he stays well over 50%, all delegates go to Trump. I mean, it's stunning. I mean, this is like, we may have this thing buttoned before Christmas. And uh, it's, it's really special. I think all of you guys should be very excited about it. Going to have a lot of fun. It's also, not only are those other things I just mentioned very exciting and happening, it is it is Rally Eve. Oh, South Carolina rally 
tomorrow, middle of the day, you know the Dilly Show is going to be in attendance. Myself, Randy, Tiffy going to be there, and so many members of the Dilly 300 will be in attendance as well. Looking forward to seeing all of you once again. Big family reunion hanging out. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be an absolute blast. But uh, got a big show for you guys today. All right. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? So my voice is a little bit better today. A little bit better. Slightly better. It's still a little painful, a little raspy. And I don't expect it to get much better because I have a full weekend. You know what I mean? I got a full weekend. I'm going to have to get a hot tea uh, before I go out of town. I know. I got to go down to South Carolina. Going to meet many of you. Going to hang out with Team Trump. Going to fucking do my damn thing. And then we got family coming into town on Sunday. It's crazy. It's just crazy. I, it, our summer hasn't stopped. And, and I'm trying to let myself uh, sort of adopt a different mentality. The vacation was great for me. But the problem, and I did the same thing, and I'm very disappointed in myself. I did the same thing I do every year. And the challenge is it usually takes me three to four days just to decompress. Um, and I don't realize that I'm that wound tight uh, until I'm in an environment that it's not appropriate. And then I feel like I stick out like a sore thumb, right? And, uh, you know, I did pretty good day one. You know, I was like, I think I was, it was the whirlwind of driving down to Key West. Then day two, I had to do work. And, and work throws me off, and I get wound up. And day, day three, and more work. And day four, more work. And then day five, I'm starting to decompress. And then like by day five and a half, I'm like, okay, I feel like more like me. Day six, I have a great day. And then it's day seven. It's time to leave. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's, uh, so here's what I'm trying to do to prevent that. I'm trying to adopt a more mellow, not mellow, but like even keeled approach to what I do here at the Dilly Show every single day. And then even away from the show. And, uh, you know, this is a constant uh, exercise. You know, you're constantly trying to figure out like, okay, how do I, balance all this shit that i've got swirling around in my head that for the most part is is shitty political news it's very fucking meh. it's yicky yicky uh topics and how do you balance and let that stuff slide out you know what i'm saying to keep your brain sort of healthy so i feel like i'm doing pretty good i got back from vacation i realized a couple of things i think traveling is good for the soul i think it's good for me it's good for randy get her out of the house uh, and let her see a little bit and, and just kind of like enjoy a lot of what we've built um, and, and just see part of the country she hasn't been to. So it's good for both of us. But also it kind of hits the reset button on like you don't have to hold on to shit so tight because um, our life moves very fast, as you guys have figured out, right? It, my life moves really, really quick. I mean, whether it's I'm still dealing with custody stuff with my boy. I still I got a kid that just graduated. By the way, I want to update everybody and shout out to my friend, my very good friend, Rich. From Pro Imports, Gainesville, Georgia. His uh, shop is the shop that did all of the service on my oldest daughter, Sophia's uh, vehicle. And he serviced it all. He put new tires and new brakes on there. And he got it really tip-top. And you know what? She made it safely home. She got back to Arizona last night. Uh, she gets back to work, I think, on, on Sunday or Saturday. And so um, I just want to say thank you. And for everybody who was praying and just kind of, you know, thinking about her. Appreciate you guys. She made it safely. So that was really awesome. The kiddo made it just just fine. She got home safe. And so, uh, yeah, it's a whirlwind, but we're having a lot of fun. And look, days like today make it, make it really worthwhile. And I'll tell you why. It's one thing to rack up political victories, okay? And don't get me wrong. Like, dunking on Meatball DeSantis is a lot of fun. But I've, I've played a role in destroying several candidates over the year, 
over the years, rather. So I, I played a role in helping destroy Pete Buttplug, helping destroy Beto O'Rourke multiple times, helping to destroy Spartacus, helping to destroy Hillary Clinton. Uh, I've, play, I've done this a long time, and there's been a lot of fun, and there's a lot of people that end up being just really golden targets. And DeSantis is one of those golden targets that you just, you just don't want to stop because he, he's a bad guy. He's a shithead, and so it makes it a blast to eviscerate him. But yesterday and today are the times where all of the politicking fall away for a moment, and you realize that the role you've played and the momentum you've created and the, the collective movement that we are as a MAGA movement resulted in something very real, and that is the Supreme Court rulings. The Supreme Court ruling to get rid of uh, affirmative action in colleges, the Supreme Court ruling upholding the Second Amendment. We have one of the, some of the best Second Amendment uh, gun laws right now in the last 100 years, thanks to Donald J. Trump's SCOTUS picks. We've got uh, now, you, I mean, we got these rulings today that are tremendous. We had one yesterday where a postal worker was fired for refusing to work on Sundays for religious reasons, and the Supreme Court ruled in his favor, which now uh, your, your religious rights are being protected thanks to Donald J. Trump. And then today we wake up and we find out that Joe Biden, uh, the Supreme Court has ruled against them doing any kind of student loan forgiveness uh, unilaterally around Congress and around the American people. So that got shut down. And then we also have uh, a reaffirmation of religious rights stating that your First Amendment rights are protected and you cannot be required to uh, service and do anything for people who are who go against your religious rights and or values. And you can essentially you don't have to bake the cake, right? You don't have to do the and this is a big deal. So these are things and then you you take those and you add it to Roe v. Wade. And you realize that this movement and what we've accomplished hasn't just been politics as usual. This hasn't just been, hey, you know, we got con we, we cut spending for a couple of years or, you know, we, we pulled out of some wars. I mean, not that those things aren't important or even economically where it's like, oh, well, he had a boom for three years. And then, you know, when you start talking, you know, essentially making Supreme Court picks that and you got to remember the age of these new Supreme Court picks that are ruling this way, they're youthful. You're probably going to get another 20, 25 years of run out of Trump's three picks. And I think that's a really big deal because there's so much that, that, that is unconstitutional and has went on in America over the last three, four decades. And we've cleaned up so much of that already in the last, just in the last really 12 months. Roe v. Wade in June of 2022 coming back this year with more huge rulings. And it's a day where you take inventory and go, we played a role in this. It wasn't just about the cool signs and the boat parades or the MAGA drags. It wasn't just about rallies and it wasn't just about dunking on retards on social media. It was about something far more important and lasting and that is the fundamental change of America. The re like this is real, actual, consequential, like, this is like, if, if you're fucking, if there is a foundation of America, this is it. I hear something ringing, and I don't know where it's coming from. But this is the fundamental change in America, and it's at a very, you know, foundational level. Something is definitely ringing. I hope that's not like the tornado uh, siren warn warning system, and I don't know it because I'm not from here. <laughs> anyway, these are big deal. These are a big deal. 
It's going to change. All for all of your kids who are about to start submitting college applications, this just changed the game for them. For all of you business owners who have been forced to go against your own values and your First Amendment rights, this is a game changer. Just changed all of that for you. For all of you who stood up for uh, the right to life and babies, this it's a, bit a game changer the last year. For all of you who observe Sundays or other days for your religious holiday or religious day off and you've been going against your own religious values, this is all for you. This is going to change it for all of you going forward. And I think that's really something you guys should, uh, you know, we're going to take, today's going to be a lot of fun. We're going we're gonna to do a lot of breakdowns. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. But, and we're certainly, you know, we kicked it off right with that Miguelifornia meme is just a killer. Him and Jay Scott. Jay Scott did the first one. <laughs> Miss Pasha, what do you suggest? Quack. <laughs> and then you got Miguelifornia crushing Meatball again with more uh, music. I mean, it's just, it's brutal. But, uh, you'll see me a good show. And it's going to be the kind of show that, Hopefully you're left uh, feeling not just uh, invigorated and excited and educated, but also feeling a little bit accomplished because these are these are things that the left can't take away. You can't take these. These are moves that the left can't unbreak. And that's what's so significant about this. Donald Trump, and I said this on my Twitter page, Donald Trump walked so that America could run. And that's where you're at. And he's going to come back. And, and think about this too. Think about all of the changes that these Supreme Court rulings are going to have in America and they're being made prior to his next administration, which means they won't be roadblocks when he gets back into office. That's a really big thing, too, is like these are being made during Biden's presidency. So they're not even being hung around Trump's neck. They're essentially instead of these being, uh, you know, by the left, the left isn't essentially blaming Trump for this. What they're doing is blaming Biden for not stopping it, which is perfect because they don't understand civics. So this is the, the kind of thing where I'm like, all of this shit is going to be out of the way prior to Donnie J getting back into office. And when he gets back into office, he's going to have that much less headwinds for what he's trying to accomplish. It's, it's going to be dramatic. The winning is, is we're, we're gaining momentum right now. We have been for some time. You just couldn't quite feel it. And uh, very thrilled for you guys. Excited for all of us today. I have images that I want to share with you to disturb you. All right. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I told you that I sat down with like a legit source, right, for dinner when I was in Florida. And I told you that the source was like, I drove all the way here just to be with you, to tell you your instincts are unbelievable. That's what he told me. I wanted to meet you and shake your hand and tell you your instincts are unbelievable and your instincts about Rob DeSantis are absolutely dead on. He goes, I can't believe how accurate you've been. And boy, am I getting proven right. Shout out to Machiavelli memes for this one. Gavon. Am I saying that right? Gavon. This motherfucker is a pig. Dude is an absolute fat fuck slob. If not for the Ozempic, I think DeSantis would already be about 250. He's going to be a house when he comes off the medication. This dude is absolutely murdering anything he can get his hands on. These are real shots. Phantom says Cafone. With a C or with a G? Is that Cafone or Gavone? 
Which one is it, Phantom? Come on, motherfucker. I'm I'm Italian and Greek, but I don't know this word. Say it. Fucking it. Sound that shit out for me. I want to get it right. Is it kafon or gavon? Bitch, you just wrote the same word a second time. Fucking Phantom. I'm like, hey, spell it for me phonetically. He's like, writes the same word again. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, your package arrived today, but I haven't had a chance to open it. But it did, it did arrive today. I'm like, hey, Phantom, how do I say this? He writes it again the second time. Same exact way. Sounds like Gavon. <laughs> I love you guys. Ah, you too. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> that was fun yesterday. <laughs> Gavon. Yeah, I got it right. Motherfucker, I said it correctly. Come on. Anyway. All right, so here we go. So the, the meatball is disgusting. And, and this is not... This is a collection of, of just real photos, non-Photoshop. This is all real, okay? Nothing about anything I'm showing you has been touched. And you need to know what you're dealing with. Because you can tell a lot about a man by some of his behaviors. And this fucking guy, Jesus Christ, dude. Does Jill DeSantis just starve him? Does she start? Like, what do you guys think the story is here? Is this what happens after a decade of your wife creating an eating disorder? Oh, you're fucking eating again, Rob. Shut up, Jill. Dude, look at this guy. You would swear he's a POW. Like, you just got him out of a fucking camp in Vietnam. Look at this guy. Dude, it, it, these aren't even like... This is like tip of the iceberg. This isn't even... They, look at Even this lady on the right is just fucking stunned. Stunned. Look at this shit. She's like, my God, you Gavon. What a fucking fat fuck. Just, ah. Dude, like, why the monster bite? Like, who told him he has to finish his entire pizza in three bites? The fuck's wrong with taking a small bite and digesting it and just letting everybody, uh, oh, yeah, good flavor, solid. This dude eats everything like it's a 12-inch cock. It's crazy. It's just, it doesn't matter. He's like, go into the base. Ah. They're like, oh, dude, slow down, bud. Slow down. Are we going to ease into this? No. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Fuck. It's so disgusting. And then he comes on TV. They put him on fucking TV last night. This is him during a live interview. I'm going to be president someday. <laughs> Why? Why, Rob? Dude, how does he not have a bib yet? There's so, and this is every fucking day. Every day, I have to look at a new photo of this meatball just doing work. You think I'm joking. You think this is an exaggeration. You, I swear to God, you have children right now that you would smack in the back of the head if they fucking looked at you like this during a meal. Go ahead. Go ahead. Justify this shit. Explain it to me like I didn't have parents. Was this guy raised by fucking wolves? Look at this guy. You gotta maintain eye contact, Rob. You're doing it, Rob. Good job. Are you shitting me? Look at that fucking face. Does that feel good? Duh. Do you guys understand what Ozempic does to you? Do you know what Ozempic's gonna do to all this food he ingests? I guarantee you he's sleeping with adult diapers right now. I guarantee you those fucking oily Ozempic shits while he's sleeping. 
fucking stunning. And they keep putting him out there. Now, you're sitting there right now, and you're saying to yourself, Dilly, you're exaggerating. You're taking things out of context. It's not that bad. Yes, it is. Remember I told you they had to put cookies on the desk to try and get him to pay attention? Remember that? I said, do they have to put cookies on the desk every day during sessions so that he will pay attention to, you know, essentially other lawmakers? You, listen, you've seen DeSantis be fake happy, right? All of us have seen him be fake happy for months. Ha 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 All the fake happy. Do you want me to show you what Rob looks like genuine happy? You won't see this face when Casey, Jill, whatever the fuck her name is, is on stage. You won't see it when those two little kids are running around his legs. You won't see it when he's shaking hands and meeting people. There's only one fucking time you'll ever see this guy this excited. Look at this. This is real. That is legitimate fuck yeah face. This is how he walks in to any gas station. He walks in like this. You would swear, if you judged Rob DeSantis by the face he makes when he enters a Wawa, you would swear he was the happiest human being on planet Earth. Look at that fucking face, dude. He's like, fuck everything but this pizza. This pizza is all that matters in life. Right here, my God. He is broing the fuck out right now. You want to talk about bonding? This is real bonding. He's like, God. And then you guys think I'm joking. You think that I'm exaggerating. Listen to what he says right here. How this is genuine. And I and I, I don't want to be a fucking weirdo, but I'm telling you right now, there's certain things you can tell when a politician is faking shit, right? Pretending to care. Listen to me very carefully, okay? What you're about to see from DeSantis is the most passionate, sincere passion I've ever seen from him. And it's not, I'm not joking. This isn't a troll. I've seen him fake give a shit about the border. I've seen him fake give a shit about wokeism. I've seen him fake give a shit about taxpayers. I've seen him fake give a shit about your health. I've seen all of it. This is DeSantis, and I want you to take, you can take this clip and put it against any other clip of him pretending to be passionate and caring about something, and none of them will ring as true as what you're about to hear. This is real passion. This, the, the idea they would be going after this. I mean, honestly, I see a lot of the people leaving New York who complain about what goes on up here, but even I wouldn't have believed that they would have dreamt of going after this. This is a. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you gently to just ignore the fact that he has a mouthful of food as he's fucking talking, but this is an actual excited DeSantis. He is befuddled, okay? I don't use the word befuddled lightly. He is fucking flat out flabbergasted bewildered, befuddled, shocked at the fact that they would even consider outlawing such an incredible food. This is him. This is sincere. This is the most sincere you'll ever see him. He's like, I can't fucking believe this. Who would fucking do this? If he could drop an F-bomb right here, he would. You've never seen his face light up like this. You've never seen his face that enthusiastic about anything except for the defense of fucking pizza. And I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of admire it. <laughs> I, like, kind of admire it. This fucking dude is shocked. He's like, you know what? To hell with Florida. To hell with president. I'm running for governor of New York. I'm going to save the pizza. Like, I feel like he just, in this moment, discovered a new cause. You know what I mean? He's like, this isn't right. 
This is not right what they're doing to the pizzas in New York. <laughs> to hell with poor people. To, hear, to hell with equality and taxpayers and fucking religious exemptions and rights. To hell with the Constitution. It's not right what they're doing to pizza. You can't fucking do this to pizza. It's not right. What did pizza do to you? Huh? Huh? What did pizza do to you? It's not a joke. One more time. Listen to his voice. I'm cranking the volume. This, the, the idea they would be going after this. I mean, honestly, I see a lot of the people leaving New York who complain about what goes on up here. But even I wouldn't have believed that they would have dreamt of going after this. This is a... Dude, this guy needs to own a pizza restaurant. This, that's it. This, this, you're in the wrong business. You know what's weird is sometimes we end up hating people because they don't know what their calling in life is. See, Rob DeSantis thought his calling in life was to be a schmarmy cunt lawyer and then become a politician and then eventually be president. That's what he thought. Maybe his parents told him he had to. Maybe it was his own choice, but he was wrong. Rob, you don't have to be hated by the people. You're telling me, listen to me, and I'm dead serious, okay? If Rob DeSantis stepped down as governor of Florida tomorrow, he threw in the towel on his stupid presidential run. And if he announced next week, he said, you guys, I've changed the path I'm going on as a man, as a business person. Jill, my wife, is super upset with me, but I don't care. God gave me a purpose and a dream. And that dream is to own a chain of restaurants across America that are pizza parlors and potentially gas stations. I want to serve the best gas station food mankind has ever ex uh, experienced. I want to be the pizza god. I want to be the gas station food uh, fucking, you know, empresario. I want to be a stud of all studs. You would totally let him off the hook. If DeSantis owned his gas station food loving, pizza loving, fat kid inside, we'd all forgive him. We'd all, let him, we'd all let it go. We'd all let it go. We'd go, we understand, fat ass. And we'd be thrilled. And we'd eat at his fucking pizza restaurants. And he would walk around the pizza restaurant. And it'd be the only time where you actually saw him being legitimately social. He'd walk around shaking hands. He'd invite you into his gas station. He'd work the fucking counter at his pizza joint or his gas station food. You understand? He would be so excited. Hi, welcome to Rob's. Welcome to Rob's, the best pizza this side of the Mississippi. Get a tank while filling your tank. You know, you're just like, yeah, I'm so excited, man. Let's head down, down to the DeSantis's. Even the fucking name works, dude. DeSantis's? De the DeSantis fucking pump station with pizza sounds great. I want to go there right now. You'd let him off the hook. Pizza and pudding bar. That's right. You would let him off the hook. So would I. We'd forgive. You're just in the wrong business, pal. You're just in the wrong business, and I have proof. Because you did a Fox News interview, and you sat down with Jesse Waters in prime time in Tucker Carlson's old slot, and you sat down, and your staffers told you not to do this, and you said, fuck you. Fuck you, I'm a man, and I love pizza, and I'll do what I want. And they said, Rob, it's a bad idea. You're going to kill your brand. And he said, you don't know my life. You don't know my dreams.
going well, Rob. Interview is going well. No, you're doing excellent. I wouldn't change shit. No, you just keep going, buddy. You're doing excellent. No, that's yeah, a really, this is a really good interview. We love it. We agree. You don't deserve the crap you've been getting. DeSantis is the kind of guy that has no idea what he's doing on a woman. But if you let him go down there, you're gonna you're gonna fucking just look down and he's gonna be licking your kneecaps. Do you understand? He's like ah, ah. like that's not the spot. He's like ah. DeSantis, he's so enthusiastic. He's just a fucking messy eater. That's not the spot, Rob. Keep going higher, lo lower, left, right. And you're just gonna look down. Your whole shit's gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing what that's the back of my knee that's the back of my knee ah! <laughs> motherfucker treats the thing like it's a plate nah <laughs> fucking gross dude oh uh, he wasn't done though he was like he uh, just the it's it's worse. This the, the idea they would be going after this. I mean, honestly, I see a lot of the people leaving New York who complain about what goes on up here. But even I wouldn't have believed that they would have dreamt of going after this. This this the, the idea. Thank you, Miguel, for you. Thank you, California. Now, you know who predicted this, right? DJT predicted this. He knew this was going to happen. He knew it months ago when he sat down on Fox News with Sean Hannity. By the way, could have never gotten a nomination. He would be working in either a pizza parlor place or... Hey, just let her rip like this? Yeah, let her rip. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, boy. That's painful. Lauren E with the extended version. And he was desperate. I said, okay... I gave him a nice endorsement. I said, you write out what you'd like and let me see it. He wrote it out. I thought it was terrible. I changed it, made it great. I gave him a great endorsement. I got him the nomination. By the way, couldn't have never gotten the nomination. He would be working in either a pizza parlor place or a law office right now, okay? And he wouldn't be very happy. So it's about loyalty. Trump says you're disloyal. Do you feel that way? 
Disloyal to who? I mean, you know, politicians have to earn support. They're not entitled to support. Uh, I did a lot for him in 2016 and 2020, by the way. I was happy to do it. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm loyal to my family, to our Constitution, and to the good Lord. Please clap. Dude, DeSantis is so fucking gross. He is so gross. Okay, so here's the full context of that statement, by the way. He was extra triggered. Trump says you're disloyal. Do you feel that way? Disloyal to who? I mean, you know, politicians have to earn support. They're not entitled to support. Uh, I did a lot for him in 2016 and 2020, by the way. I was happy to do it. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm loyal to my family. Fact check. He didn't do shit. In 2016, DeSantis was a congressman in uh, office in the House of Representatives. He endorsed Marco Rubio for president. And when Rubio dropped out and Trump became the nominee, DeSantis refused to endorse him. You didn't do anything for him in 2016. Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Nada. None. Nothing. Trump says you're disloyal. Do you feel that way? Disloyal to who? I mean, you know, politicians have to earn support. They're not entitled to support. Uh, I did a lot for him in 2016 and 2020, by the way. I was happy to do it. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm loyal to my family, to our Constitution, and to the good Lord. And I have a vision. Uh, I think I'm the guy that can beat Biden. But even more importantly, no more excuses on these issues. I'm going to get all of this stuff done. We'll have a plan on day one to get going and get cracking. We'll give you two great terms for eight years and really get the country on a fundamentally different path. I think I'm the guy to do it. And so I have uh, the responsibility to step up and serve. You're talking about two terms and you, you abandon your post three months into your second term as governor. Listen, pal. Your fucking disgusting fat ass will never sniff the presidency at all. Ever. You're done. You ruined your entire name and brand in four, five, six short months. All you had to do was stay the governor and hone your craft and bide your time and show a little loyalty to the people who put you in office. Not, And I'm not even just talking about Trump, but I'm talking about the voters. I'm talking about MAGA. What an absolute degenerate prick. Total prick. I think I'm the guy that can beat off Biden, but even more importantly, no more excuses on these issues. I'm going to rob everyone blind. We'll have a plan on day one to baste me in a meatball marinara sauce. We'll give you two great terms for eight years. And even after I abandon Florida after a few months when reelected, I think I'm the guy to make this country worse. So would probably be better off serving burgers at McDonald's. <laughs> Thank you, Dre Fanzer. It was, totally, it was obviously another part of the interview that you guys didn't see, which is fine. There was other parts of the interview as well. Eventually, he started harassing patrons around the restaurant, and it got even more weird. So here's the deal. How would you like to be my pretend children for one afternoon? Why don't you just tell the truth? Telling the truth is not in the cards right now. I thought, I thought you'd be excited to have an acting job. Please clap. <laughs> Thank you, devil dog. Thank you, Devil Dog. Yes, it's uh, we've 
We went heavy on the, the meatball stuff. I mean, seriously, this is Devil Dog and Ramble, too. Now you can feel worshipped and adored no matter what your crazy ideas are with the little social media influencer Bobblehead Doll from Meatball. No matter how divisive or ill thought out your idea is, their career-climbing little faces love it. Try anything. Hail Hydra. <laughs> the saddest thing about Yeshe is we didn't have to do very much for the memes to become life. Like, Rob DeSantis actually ate with his fucking mouth open with people are like, is this a deep fake? No. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you a true story. When Miguel Fornia was cutting up the clips and he found the interview first before it went viral on, on social media, he kept dropping the clicks, clips in the meme room. And you understand, all the memers come in at different times. We're all busy, right? We have families and shit. So everybody's coming in at various times, and everyone has the same reaction upon entering. They're like, oh, my God, that's a hell of a deep fake. I'm not joking. Every single person on our team, there's fucking 28 of us, everybody who entered the room last night was all, ugh, that's disgusting. How would you guys make this look so real? And then one by one, Mike's like, dude, that's, that's not, I didn't change the clip. We're like, what? And he's like, no, I didn't do anything. That's the actual clip. That's, I just recorded it off of Fox. And the, we're like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Before anybody even started fucking with him, we just one by one were like, oh, man, that's hella funny. And then we were like, how'd you make that so quick? And he's like, I didn't make it. We're like, what? He's like, that's the real clip. <laughs> and we went on to Twitter. And Fat DeSantis is trending everywhere because he's disgusting. And that's what gave birth to this. I can hear the things you're dreaming about. Eating like a slob as the food falls out. The, the, the idea they would be going after this, I mean, honestly, I see a lot of the people leaving New York who complain about what goes on up here, but even I wouldn't have believed that they would have dreamt of going after this. This, this, the, the idea. Memers, memers, we got. I got a meme request for you guys. We need Miguelifornia in that opening scene of in, in uh, Desperado. We need Miguelifornia. We need his face put on uh, Antonio Banderas when he walks in with his guitar, because <laughs> this is what he's doing. We need a we need a meme of Miguelifornia as the Desperado from uh, Antonio Banderas's character. And he just opens the guitar satchel with nothing but memes. <laughs> and, just, and Mike just destroys an entire fucking billion dollar campaign. And he's just like, what's in the casket? What's in the case, man? What's in the case? Like, oh shit, Mike's got the fucking, he's got the, MDD already did that one? Oh man, 
Well, there you go. I need to play it again. Mac and Devil Dog, send that one over. I need to play it again because that's what we need. It's Mike, just one man. He did do it. It was a long time ago, huh? I, I knew I was remembering that shit from someplace. Devil Dog, let's update that shit because Mike, Mike ruined a billion-dollar campaign with fucking with karaoke music. I hope they look back at the history books and like, how did Trump manage to, def to defeat DeSantis who had the whole machine and a billion dollars behind him? They're like, this fucking guy that did karaoke really good on the internet. <laughs> he, did, he did karaoke on the internet really good and then it like, it like ruined this guy's whole shit. I swear to God, this is what they're going to write about. They're going to talk about this in the future. This is a show of that cool picture of Mike with his glasses on. And like, well, what he did was he mostly did like a like a Sunday school type of thing in the mornings. And then he just proceeded to just focus all of his time and attention and ruining this one asshole with karaoke music. That's <laughs> just that's so painful. Yeah, there you go. And and he knows it. <laughs> I got to tell you guys something. I'm not going to say who, but one of uh, Donald Trump's senior members like of the campaign travels with Trump everywhere he goes. He sent Mike a message last night. He goes, dude, me and my wife just got done watching a half an hour worth of your memes. Absolutely brilliant. It's like him and his wife were just binging, just binging Miguelifornia memes about meatball and dying laughing. Ah, <laughs> uh, too. Me too. Uh, I love it. It's so fucking funny. Oh, it's so good. Oh, oh, Mike was giving me a headache and an aneurysm at the same time. Oh, meatball. Yeah, he's fading fast. It gets worse. Hold on. I got a head. Let me see if I have the headline for this. It's so bad. Okay, so, well, let me start with Trump. The, the, the shit that this guy got into over, overnight is absolutely amazing. So embarrassing. All right, here we go. So Donnie J says the sanctimonious campaign is dead. His polls are dropping like a rock heading to hell. And the DOJ, FBI are continuing their illegal and outrageous weaponization against me only because I'm leading Biden by so much. It's called election interference. They have no fear against DeSanctus. He's the one that they are dying to run against. Dispute their disinformation campaign. You know it, Donnie J. You know it. So, dude, this DeSantis headline. I don't know if I grabbed the headline. And if I didn't, I'm going to show you guys something worse. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> okay. Yesterday, Team Meatball received a cease and desist. I'm not joking. This is actually real. This is from the Muscatine County Republican Party of Iowa. Okay? And I'm going to show it to you guys right now. You're going to be stunned. This is real. It went out yesterday. This is to the Super PAC. Okay? Never back down PAC. And... Uh, you guys are going to love this. Here's what they wrote to them. This is an incredibly embarrassing. Purpose, the Muscatine County Republican Party of Iowa requests never back down pack, cease and desist all attempts to contact and collaborate with Muscatine County Republican Party of Iowa. The Muscatine County Republican Party of Iowa has been notified of unlawful and unethical collaboration on the part of Never Back Down Pack with Republican County parties in the state of Iowa. This U.S. Postal Service certified and signatured confirmed letter to serve as official notice to cease and desist all efforts to contact or collaborate with Muscatine 
County Republican Party of Iowa. It's, it's worse than even what you're reading. They were accused of busing in supporters for DeSantis to Iowa because they don't have organic support. Muscatine County Republican Party of Iowa caught Team Meatball busing in voters and DeSantis supporters because they don't actually have any there. And they were harassing Republican Party members of Muscatine County and trying to go door to door and trying to get them to vote for Ron. But they weren't real. They were even busing them to events so that they, he had people show up. This is probably one of the biggest, most embarrassing things I've ever seen happen to like a, a campaign that's supposed to be legit. They were astroturfing Iowa and got caught. And then they got a cease and desist letter from a lawyer and essentially saying, like, if you, if you go forward, we're going to sue you. I'm here for Rob DeSantis. I'm totally from Iowa. Of course I am. Duh. Muscatine County. Biggest failure in political history. It's got to be this guy. He somehow managed to surpass Jeb fucking Bush. Although there's one guy that also is a little jealous and did feel like he needed to be an honorable mention in the horrendous candidate club. And it's the man with the front butt. That's Chris, fat ass, Krispy Kreme. And Donnie J says, resting after a good 25 minutes of work. <laughs> I love you, Trump. <laughs> I love you for sending this out. <laughs> um, oh my God. Good time. God, I love this. I fucking, I love primary season. It's so fucking fun. <laughs> oh my God. Told you the show was going to be off the rails today. I just, I can tell. Can you believe he got caught in Iowa astroturfing, busing people into fake support? Jesus Christ, what an embarrassment. It, it just, it literally gets worse and worse by the day. I mean, this thing went so viral last night. It's actually astonishing. They were writing articles about as fast as you could imagine. DeSantis shovels pizza into restaurant oven months after Trump said he'd be working in a pizza parlor if it weren't for him. I mean, you just can't make it up. Absolutely horrendous. And then you looked at Ohio yesterday in these, these polls. DeSantis is careening down towards single digits. In, in Ohio, mind you, where his wife is from, where DeSantis already went on tour He's down to 15 points. He's down by 44 fucking points to Trump. Trump's at 59 and surging in Ohio. DeSantis is damn near down to single digits. He was at 30 like two months ago. In April, he was at 30. Now he's at 15. Fading fast. Total and complete obliteration of the meatball. Horrendous, horrendous job. Now, he's not the only loser in America today, okay? There's been some other losers, and one of them is a guy that pretty much stays losing every single day, and he did something yesterday that was so fucking weird. Yesterday, they decided it was a good idea to put fucking bumblefuck Joe Biden on live television, and then he walked off the set before MSNBC host is finished talking. Like, he literally got up, 
while she's talking and he walks behind her in the clip. It's it is horrendous. It's one of the funniest and dumbest things you you've ever seen in your life. Absolutely comically stupid, okay? And as he does so, you're left to wonder who's controlling this guy. No one's going to say anything. Well, one man tried to say something. One man tried to do his job like he always does, and it's completely futile, okay? And that man is earpiece guy. I mean, I think some... All right, Joe, this is real simple. Just keep it simple. Talk about the Constitution, you know, and uh, how the MAGA radicals are messing things up. You know, if I say it's anti-democratic, then it gets off. a lot of trouble. No, 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 but, but it, it is... Its, its value system is different than good, its, good. its respect for institutions. Now talk about the Constitution. Different. And in that sense, it is, uh, it is not as embracing of, of all what I think the, con- the Constitution says. We hold these truths to be self all No, that's the Declaration of Independence, you dolt. It's the uniqueness of America. We never fully lived up to it. We never walked away from it. And this court seems to say that no, that's not always the case. The idea there's no right of privacy in the Constitution gives states power that we fought a war over in 1960. A war in 1960? What are you talking about, Joe? Oh, crap. Uh, say something. Say anything. I could while away the hours. What? And burn with the flowers. Joe, what are you doing? With the rain. What are you doing to me, Joe? In my head, I'd be scratching while my thoughts were busy hatching if I only had a brain. Where is this coming from? Who put on the music? I'd unravel every riddle for any individual <laughs> in trouble or in pain. Oh, I could tell you why. The ocean's near the shore. I could think of things I never thought before. And then I'd sit and think some more. Oh, boy. I would not be just a nubbin. My head all full of stuffin', my heart all full of pain. I would dance and be merry, life would be a bing a dairy if I only had a brain. I need a drink. Oh, Trevor. <laughs> all right, dude, that, that thing. All right, there's, there, there's layers to comedy. I'm going to tell you why that one was a genius. That one's a genius because he's going down one path, and it's an obvious joke, and it's one we know, and it's fun, and it's ne- it'll never not be fun. And then he's like, just kidding. Fuck. And that's what makes it genius because you're going down one path and then to just have Biden break into song <laughs> is absolutely genius. Trev, you really did a good job, bud. You, you did a great job. Have we sent that one over to, to uh, has the campaign seen that one yet? I got to get that one over there. That is a fucking funny meme, man. Hold on. Uh, oh, my God. Hold on. I got to find this. This is so brutal. Hey, I just got to notice that my show is on for the first time. That's nice. I got to send that one to the campaign. That That is really fucking funny, dude. Hold on. God, Trev. <sighs> I'm sending one Steven right now. <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right. <laughs> I sent both of them off to the campaign. <laughs> oh, that was fucking good. Well done, Trev. You, you killed it. All right, let's get into the news. Let's talk some news. So, oh, God. My face hurts, dude. My, fu- my fucking face hurts. All right. Here we go. New York uh, Post cover this morning. We got justice is colorblind. Supreme Court rules colleges can't discriminate based on race. Yeah, that was yesterday's headline. But then something else happened when we all woke up. More Supreme Court rulings were out and the left was in full meltdown mode. Supreme Court rules for web designer who refuses to work on same-sex weddings. That's right. You had a web designer who said, you know what? I'm not comfortable working on this project because it violates my First Amendment rights and uh, I'm not comfortable with this because I have religious rights that must be respected. So I don't want to accept your money and, and take you on as a client. And the people tried to sue her and she tapped that ass. And uh, and now, and now, you cannot be forced to bake that cake. You cannot be forced to bake that cake, and that's what uh, what happened. That's a big, big step in the right direction on defending the First Amendment. Supreme Court sides with Christian web designer versus same-sex couple. Huge story, huge ramifications. And uh, let's see if we get a little breakdown here from. Uh, Sean Davis broke it down. We'll kind of say it. We'll see what you got here. Here we go. <clears throat> you do not have to bake the cake. In a 6-3 vote, Scrotus rules in 303 creative case that government cannot force private businesses or individuals to violate their religious beliefs by providing products, services, their faiths consider to be sinful. There you go. Now, the solution is really simple. If you are that couple, you're that gay couple, Maybe, maybe you feel offended by this. You say, hey, what the hell? I'm going to teach you something right now, okay? If you're offended by this because you wonder, well, where does it stop? Does it stop with, with gay people or you know, transsexuals? Does it stop with color? Where, where does it stop? Let me explain to you the most simple way to overcome the issue, okay? It's very simple. It's called the free market. You live in the United States of America. And there will always be somebody, no matter what it is you're trying to do, that wants and will take your money. So it's really simple. If you are somebody who's, and and maybe it happens to you, maybe some of you are a a faith that goes in and somebody of a different faith refuses you service because they're conflicting. Well, Dilly, what am I supposed to do? I'm being discriminated against. No, you're not. You're violating someone else's First Amendment rights should you, you be forcing yourself upon them as a customer. So the free market's really nice, though. You go, okay, um, there's obviously going to be gay couples that want services rendered to them, websites and other things, and you can still get those services without violating somebody else's sovereign rights. And it's simple. You go back into the free market and you find somebody who aligns with your values and you hire them to render your services. It's simple. The free market always will work. And just because somebody says, hey, you know, this is, a, this is gonna go against what my religious values are, I'm not comfortable taking your money or your, your uh, project on, you don't have to get your fucking panties in a wad. You just go, 
I understand completely. Do you have anybody you might be able to refer me to? Yes, I do. Here you go. They said that they would help you. Or no, I don't. I'm sorry. I wish I could help. Best of luck. It, you do not need to force yourself on people here. This is the United States of America. It's a free market society. People here love to make money. And so if you want to be the person who does nothing but facilitate gay couples and lesbian couples and trans couples and anything else, you're probably going to make a shitload of money doing that. And if it doesn't violate your religious rights, then God bless you. Good luck. Go, to, go get the bread. I don't care. But it's not difficult. You don't need the government involved in every decision between all of us. As a matter of fact, you need them to get the fuck out of the way and let the free market take over. And this is what, what just happened. And that's a huge ruling uh, in this case. Now, the other ruling that came down, and I may not have grabbed a headline for it. I don't think I did. The other ruling that came down was yesterday. We had a postal worker. He sued the U.S. Post Office who, who fired him for not working on Sundays because he had religious uh, service. The Supreme Court also ruled that you cannot be terminated from your job for observing your religious, uh, religious beliefs. Now, what's ironic about this is that employers regularly respected the religious beliefs of both Muslims and Jewish people for years without problem. Nobody Jewish was fired for observing their holidays as Jews. And same thing with for Muslims. And yet, for some reason, Christians were held to a totally different standard. That is until yesterday when the Supreme Court said, no longer will you openly discriminate against Christians. And so that's where you're at now, which is if you are a Christian person of faith, you can simply cite your religious beliefs and religious right to, uh, you know, uh, to take a day of whatever it is. If it's Sundays is your day to observe your, your um, religion and your employer can no longer fire you on those grounds. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal for religious rights in this country. And not just religious rights, but for Christians specifically. Because like I said, they weren't pulling that shit with other religions. They were pulling it with Christians. Not anymore. And then we get one last ruling. Supreme Court strikes down Biden's student loan forgiveness program. This was Joe's plan for 40 million extra votes. And it's dead in the water now. It's gone. We will not be paying for any of your fucking student loans. Gone. There. This ruling alone is going to piss off so many Biden voters. This one's never going to go away. And this one's not going to get blamed on Trump. This one is going to sink Biden's approval even lower. This one's going to sink it even lower. Student loan forgiveness is gone. The $400 billion that Joe was trying to take of our tax dollars to pay off bullshit student loans, gone. This deep dicks the Democrats while also deep dicking Marxist universities at the same time. I love it. Gone. So just to recap, no, I won't work Sunday. No, I won't bake your fucking weird tranny cake. And no, you can't force me to pay for your shitty education. The end. Have a great weekend, Democrats. Now, I know there were other rulings that were upheld as well. One of them that I, I didn't get a, a chance to really dig into was there was a Second Amendment ruling that upheld the Second Amendment. I didn't get to see exactly what the specifics were. I did see it. It happened. But I didn't get to dig into it because the show started. So 
I, I'll probably end up covering that on Monday. Does anybody have the uh, the very brief overview, abridged version of what that Second Amendment ruling was? It was a gun ruling, but I don't remember what it was. <clears throat> anybody see it? I didn't get to look it up. I saw I saw a headline, but I was moving too quick. <clears throat> oh, felons are no no longer excluded from owning guns. Is that what it is? Is that overturned? If you're a felon, you can now own a firearm again. So felons can. So what's the story? If you're a felon, can you now own a gun again? Someone clarify that. That's cool. That's fucking interesting. Yep, there it is. Felons can now own firearms. I don't got a problem with it. Straight up, I don't have a problem with it. Not all crimes are com- created equal. I think that it's pretty obvious that it was a uh, that it was a uh, <clears throat> overstep. I don't have a problem with that. Prior to today, it m- oh, it must be nonviolent. Is that what it is? Is it all felons or just nonviolent? Do you guys know? Is it non like if you're a violent felon, do you get to still own guns, or is if if is it if you are a nonviolent? Okay, so so this we're getting it clarified. Clarified. Felons of nonviolent crimes can own guns. I don't have a problem with that. Like, why should I not be able to have a firearm if I paid my debt to society and I got caught embezzling money? Like, what the hell would I not be able to have my gun? Yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. If you're if you are not convicted of a violent crime, why would you? give up your rights, your second amendment rights. I, if, I, honestly, it doesn't, that doesn't even have, and frankly, I'm not f- afraid of fucking people. Like, cause we all understand once you start giving the government the power of starting like, well, these people are safe. Well, those people are safe. Once you start giving the government that kind of power, you know, it's only a matter of time before they come for you. In my opinion, wipe the shit out and I'm good. I'll protect myself. If you just give me the green light to protect myself and for my neighbors to protect themselves, I'm not afraid of anybody. You feel me? Like, we already know what it means. When you have Big Brother deciding who's scary and dangerous and who's not, they fuck it up every time. This is like when they do this shit like this. I'm going to give you an example, another one that pisses me off. 18-year-old, 17-year-old, two 17-year-olds dating. One turns 18, still dating. Parents of the 17-year-old get mad. Fucking uh, go to the police and say, hey, they're, they're having sex statutory rape uh, charges against that person. I know somebody that had this happen. I know a guy that was dating a woman and she was 17 and he was 17 and he turned 18 and they kept having the relationship and her parents hated him. They charged him with statutory rape. And you know what they did to that guy? That guy had to fucking, he had to register as a sex offender the rest of his life. The rest of his life he was registering as a sex offender. He married the girl. They had three children. That is not the spirit of the law. That is not what that law is intended for. And so when you start letting the government get in and start just fucking, dude, I knew that I knew a guy. He's like, dude, he's like, I'm, I married my high school sweetheart and I have to register as a fucking sex offender the rest of my life. And he was working. He had spent like $30,000 on lawyers trying to get this shit removed. And then, and then the worst part is what you guys probably guess happened, happened. The parents of the girl eventually realized that the children and the person they just destroyed was a good guy, went on to become grandparents, felt horrible about it. Nobody could ever change it. 
And that has happened over and over. Like, that's not even a unique case. So there's certain shit in this country where when you let the government start getting in and start branding you as something, oh, you're a felon. Well, no, well, no not exactly. I did this thing. It involved money. I was, you know, whatever. I was stealing money from my company. I did this. Oh, okay, you can never protect yourself now the rest of your life. You just, you want the government to stay the hell out of things. Think about this, dude. Remember what power we gave the cocksucking federal government uh, with the term enemy combatants? That was thunder. I'm afraid to touch my computer right now. There's lightning out in front of the, right in front of my house, and that was thunder. I don't want to get shocked. But you remember when you gave the government the, the power to deem you enemy combatant? Do you understand what that means? They, they literally, through the Patriot Act, gave the government the ability to suspend habeas corpus. A lot of people don't really understand what that means. Dude, the Patriot Act alone suspends your rights as an American. No Miranda rights. No, being, no right to a speedy trial. No right to a lawyer. You guys understand, like, some of this shit needs to be gone forever. When does, when does the scrotus get to the Patriot Act? When do we get to that one and get rid of it? Because I'm telling you right now, dude, the less government you have involved in your life, the better off all of us are going to be. It's horrible. All right, let's keep going. We got big, big wins. And uh, I appreciate Jackie P with the overview. Pasobic did a really good job summating everything that Donnie J has done while not in office. Under the Supreme Court, Roe v. Wade, gone. Affirmative action, gone. Student loan forgiveness, gone. Constitutional carry, secured. Business, religious freedom, secured. Say those four little words. Thank you, Donald Trump. He's 100% correct. Thank you, Jackie P. Trump did that. Trump did that. It's a huge deal. What a win. What a win. Now, let's talk a few things that are outside of the world of uh, social media. A couple of things that are newsworthy. New York City. <clears throat> this ties in something that happened to me today. Mysterious gnat-like insects swarm New York City. The end is nigh. <laughs> Dude. Ew. Ew. So I got to tell you. Um, <clears throat> I got to tell you, so, uh, this morning I washed my car because <coughs> I want to get it ready for this road trip and, uh, it was sunny. Thank God when I first woke up. So I'm down there washing the car and I noticed when I'm pulling into the car wash place, cause I like to do the old fashioned way, right? Like use the, uh, the bay or whatever and spray and all that stuff, the brush. And, uh, they were landscaping. And let me tell you something. When, People in Georgia are landscaping and really fucking unsettling all the grass and the shit. You don't want to be anywhere near it. Because while I was washing my car, I had three different bugs I've never seen before land on me. So the first one was like this red-looking flying bug that was hella big. And he was on my shoulder. And I'm like, the hell is that thing? And I flicked him and he went flying. Then I had another black bug that I've never seen before. He landed on my hand. Again, it was because they were being disrupted from the fucking landscape company. And I'm like, dude, I just want to wash my car. Leave me alone. But yeah, three different kinds of bugs landed on me. And I was like, Jesus, dude. So here you go. Mysterious gnat-like insects. Gross. Gross. 
Yeah, me and Randy are going to be heading out to South Carolina tonight uh, in anticipation of Donnie J's rally tomorrow. We got VIP, uh, myself, uh, Randy, Tiff, and our good friend Cherry, all VIP tomorrow. So very exciting. But yeah, bugs disrupted. All right, let's talk about scumbags. This scumbag's in a UK courtroom. I don't expect them to do anything right. They didn't do shit with him here in the States. Kevin Spacey is a crotch-grabbing sexual bully who gets turned on humiliating men, according to prosecutor. So we already knew this. Kevin Spacey, uh, notorious, fucking creepy, you know, uh, accused pedophile, accused sexual assaulter, accused rapist. Dude is a fucking monster. We all know it. Um, nothing was ever done here in the, in the United States about this guy. UK is trying to do something. I sincerely doubt they're going to do shit. This dude's a fucking monster, though. Creepy. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to share something with you guys. And let me tell you exactly what it is. I'm going to show you the fastest way to lose custody of your kids as a parent, mom or dad. And <clears throat> this lesson is being brought to you by one tremendous fucking <clears throat> douche canoe uh, who has an absolutely dog shit case. Steven Crowder is demanding full custody of his twins who are one year old, despite calling dad's quote, largely useless. So. Crowder, as you know, had a very public divorce and video surfaced of him being basically a, a, a giant fucking dickhead to his pregnant wife. And, you know, whatever. We look at videos and we're not sure. We try to make our best, you know, opinion based on some of that. But really, it wasn't the videos that, that screwed Steven Crowder. It was his own fucking words. Crowder's an idiot. Crowder is probably an actual narcissist not like the kind that women throw around so much just to try and insult men this guy's like an actual narcissist and i don't know what stupid fuck lawyer he hired that told him it's a good idea to try and file for full custody demanding full custody of infant one-year-olds from a woman who you have not accused of being dangerous this is the fastest way to give your the other parent custody because he's fucking stupid. To the best of my knowledge, this woman is not in any way, shape, or form a threat to her children. She's not a danger to her babies. To the best of my knowledge, I have not observed or heard anything about her being violent or doing shitloads of drugs and other dangerous substances. As best I can tell, they don't get along. And based on that, he thinks he should have full custody. Crowder is a fucking dumbass. I, I, I am shocked. Listen to me. This is advice, and I'm not a legal scholar. I'm just somebody who's lived this life. Unless the other person is an actual danger to your children, not danger in your stupid faggoty mind where you're like, oh, he might say something that could alter and change his life. Okay, listen to me. Danger. Real fucking danger, as in brings fucking people around that they're prostituting to. 
brings drugs around the kids, brings violent criminals around your children. They themselves are violent around your children. Being stupid, unlikable, having bad politics, having a different religion, uh, being vegan, I can keep going. None of those constitute danger to your fucking kids. So stop trying to get full custody based on someone else being a different human than you. You're an idiot. I'm not even saying I disagree with the fact that maybe your ex, whoever they are, is probably a lot of terrible things in addition to this. What I'm trying to tell you is judges think you're a fucking hat crackpot and aren't going to give you custody. You get one chance to make a good impression with your judge in a child custody case. I suggest that unless you think your children are in imminent danger, you take a very centrist approach. Do you understand? Because you're just going to lose. I'm a fucking expert on this shit because I win. But I know how to win. And the way you win is don't fucking suggest something you can't prove. So unless you can prove that the other person is absolutely a danger to the kids, you get them to fail a drug test, you show that they've been dealing drugs, criminal records, unless you can show any of this shit, you don't have a chance. So don't even ask. I'm not sure how, like, it's amazing. And I, I get it because you're upset. You're angry. And you, you've seen all the worst in the other person. Ugh. Judge don't care. They don't give a fuck. And you have to know that going in. And Steven Crowder trying to get, what's even funnier is trying to get full custody of infant one-year-olds. Infant one-year-olds? Bro, you would le literally, she would have to get, she would have to fail a drug test. You'd have to show some type of criminal activity, and you'd have to have actual documented, proven evidence of violence against the children, not even against you, because that ain't going to fly. You would have to have evidence of violence against the kids, along with a mental report that says that she's nuts, and she's got to fail a drug test. Short of those three things all happening at the same fucking time, which I don't think you can do, you don't, gotta, you don't have a chance. Not only that, they're gonna, the court is going to look at you as a control freak fucking retard, and they're going to think you're the problem. And they're probably right. Do you understand? It's incredible. It's incredible. And I'm speaking as somebody who got full custody of his daughters. I got full custody of my girls, and I had to do it exactly how I told you. There was things where I could show things, and it was evidence, and they went, boom, dad's taking the kids. But having two people that don't get along and she doesn't listen to you, she's not an obedient wife, doesn't qualify as a bad mommy, dude. I mean, that's just unbelievable. What a fucking idiot. Just what a fucking idiot. I, I, you know what, dude? That guy deserves everything he's about to get in life. That's called a failure feedback loop du jour. Also, if you don't have a lawyer who's smart enough to tell you or strong enough to tell you no, you don't got the right lawyer. A good lawyer will look at you and go, you're going to lose this case if I do it the way you want to. That's how great lawyers do it. You know this, right? Great lawyers go, that's a bad idea. We're going to lose this case. If you want me to file that, I will, but you will lose. That's what great lawyers do, which means he didn't spend on a good lawyer. All that money, and he went cheap. He went with somebody that said yes to him. Be careful. Shitty lawyers will tell you yes to everything, and then they'll walk away after the case and be like, I tried. Great lawyers will tell you, no, that's a bad idea, and you're going to lose if you do that. Some of you guys don't know. You've got to be able to have a lawyer that tells you no. No, that's a bad strategy. You will lose because of this, 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 and this. One-year-old infant babies. You're trying to take them from their mom? 
Really, bro? Fuck, unbelievable. What a piece of shit. Oh, shit. Q&A Friday. Here we go. Literally, dude, just an idiot. A 100% idiot. He hates losing that control. You can tell he's hella angry. All right, let's go back in time to our good friend Dom's. What are some beginner calisthenics do you recommend? Calisthenics? Dom's. You can go on YouTube right now, bud, and you can look up calisthenic uh, military workouts. I'd start there. Push-ups, sit-ups, bodyweight squats, jumps, lunges. These are all basics, but yeah, you can pull any of those up on YouTube just by simply searching calisthenics and you'll find something. Uh, On this week's Tuesday show, you were referring to Rob DeSantis as being a rude, direct, and quite an off-putting type of person. (laughs) I demand irrefutable proof that he is, in fact, off-putting. Appreciate all you do. God's blessing to you and your family. That's funny. He is (laughs) off-putting. Uh, Dilly, assuming you believe that the 49ers will repeat as division champs, who do you believe is the bigger threat from taking the title from you, Seahawks or Rams? Seahawks. Seahawks are a better coach team with what I think will be a better defense. Hi, Brendan. What are some deal breakers you have when purchasing a home or your next home? Oh, that's a good question. Deal breakers. Neighborhood. Neighborhood. It, location. 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 Location is everything. Never fall in love with a house. Fall in love with an area. If you fall in love with a house, you might end up in the ghetto. Location. It's always about location. You want you want to buy with the lowest price per, for, per, per square foot in a particular area. So for me, it's very simple. I look and I identify an area where the historical values have continued to climb where the crime rates are virtually nil and where the price per square foot uh, that I get into it is something where I feel that I'm getting either in the middle or the bottom of the market. That's how I feel about it. Location, location, location. Total deal breakers. What else? There's other stuff too. I mean, you, know, you want to make sure that there's uh, that the home inspection report. Always get a home inspection report done. Go through that thing with a fine-tooth comb. Shit like that. Yeah, that, that shit like that. That's that's what I would worry about. All right. Uh, Dilly, can you please share my grandson, Bo, and fiance, Gabriel? He's in Midland. I don't get to see him much. He is, however, a new listener. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can grab this for you real quick. I see you got a little re- request. Don't normally stop everything to do this, but I'll see what I can do. Hold on. Oh. Well... Let's see if I can. There. Look, I can't do it. You sent me the picture sideways. There you go. Looks like somebody's getting engaged. Aw, on a beach. Good job, kiddo. Well done, buddy. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that's the best I can do right now on the fly. That's awesome. That was from. Uh, that was from Stan and Peyton Bennett. Uh, they said that she says yes. Congratulations. That's awesome. All right. Uh, is Dick 
Santas trying to follow and act exactly like D Big DJT. All this pizza crap just because Trump stopped by and bought everyone pizza not too long ago and was loved for it. Trump took a bite just to be normal with everyone. Dick Santas just eats nonstop. What a glutton. Fag. I guess this is a rhetorical question. Either way, we love the Dilly Show. Thanks, Clinton. Yeah, DeSantis, is, they're, they're, they're a disaster, honestly. Just, it's a bad campaign. Bad campaign, ban, bad candidate. Uh, Dilly, I know you are VIP, but are you going to be walking around with us common folks? Just curious if I'll see you there. Um, I don't really know the setup tomorrow. I would imagine, yes, I'd, I'd like to be able to go in and I want to, obviously I got VIP, but I want to see if I can go and walk around. I don't know what that setup's going to look like, but certainly if I have an opportunity to walk around and meet MAGA and Dilly 300 members, I will. So... You guys, you, I, I will try, okay? So there you go. Um, why does the scale go up on days after you work out heavy? Ah, good question, Rick. Because when you exercise or you're working out specifically with weights, you're tearing tissue. The act of weightlifting is actually the act of injuring yourself with micro tears to the muscles, okay? So... When the body is under duress and you micro-tear it, you're tearing little tissues, what happens is the body uh, essentially has to deliver more nutrients to those areas. And the best way to do that is to hold water so that you're well hydrated and the water and the fluids can deliver uh, a lot of that through the bloodstream into the muscle. So every time you work out really, really hard and you train really, really hard, you need to make sure you're drinking a ton of water, stay hydrated, you're going to want to make sure you get adequate sleep and you've got plenty of amino acids and protein. And you also do not want to get on a scale right away. This is why I recommend to people, let's say you work out Monday through Friday and you take weekends off. I always recommend two things. And this is if you want to get accurate readings and not feel like shit about yourself. You want to do your leg work workouts on Monday. Why? Because leg workouts are going to tear the most tissue and thus hold the most water weight. But... You want to get on the scale before a leg workout. So Mondays should be weigh-in day first thing in the morning, followed by your leg day that, that afternoon, Monday afternoon or Monday morning after you've weighed in. That way, you've got a full seven days for your body to recover and repair and drop the water weight. So if you do a leg day on a Monday and then your body is recovered from that by about Thursday, Friday, and then you take Saturday and Sunday off from the gym, by the time you weigh on Monday again, which you shouldn't weigh more than once a week. By the time you weigh again on that following Monday, you'll be you're at your absolute lowest point on weight. But that's the reason why, is the body retains water to repair muscle tissue until, and it doesn't let go of that water until the tissue has repaired or until it believes that it has adequate hydration. So if you're somebody that stays like extremely well hydrated all the time, you're doing a gallon a day every day, Typically, you're going to get a little bit of water weight, usually two to three pounds of water the following day after a really, really hard workout. But that should dissipate within 48 hours and you'll be back down to your normal weight. Okay? Does that help? I hope that helps. Let's see what else I got here. I think that's it. Wait, no, I had one more. No, I got that. That one taken care of. Delete that. Make sure I don't have anything else. I think that's it. All right, I'm done. Great week. Wonderful week. I cannot wait to see so many of you tomorrow. Try to get lots of pictures and videos if I can. I always forget to take out my camera, but we'll see. But uh, God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley, and I'll be back 
on Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.